This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. John P. What a guy, yeah, you know he's super fly. He's serving up blind justice, just tell it to his good eye. Kevin Hurley, not the one you want to rip on, but don't be afraid, the man bun is just a clip-on. Pass the podcast, stand up, you dork. Pass the podcast, stand up, New York. York, York. Recorded live from the podcast studios below Stand Up New York. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the past. My name is John B., and unfortunately, I am not joined by my co-host, Kevin Hurley. Today, I'm joined by our famous producer, it's Matt Weiss. What's up, Matt? Oh, just trying to stay healthy. You know how it goes. It's been a while since we've been on the air with everyone. I mean, the world has pretty much ended. The pandemic has come. It has. It's it's, it's all happening. Uh, thank you so much for everybody that reached out in the last couple of uh, months uh, for us to kind of get up and running again. Uh, we were just talking a little bit with our sponsors, and we're trying to get back there, but we uh, we owe it to our, to our audience to kind of talk to you about what the hell is going on. Today is Monday, the March the... Uh, 15th. 15th. No, 16th. Sorry. 16th. Okay. And Tomorrow's St. Paddy's. Uh, it is. And uh, Matt, give us a little background of what just happened uh, here in New York City and actually in the tri-state area uh, from the Coalition of Governors uh, for New Jersey, New York, and Connecticut. I mean, it's just kind of a, an ongoing scenario with uh, cur- like they're, I'm hearing a curfew is going to be instituted. They're shutting down all bars and restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of a little bit chaotic. Never quite. It, it feels... It feels like we're living history, living in history for them, like just one of those times where it just feels like it's a historical event that you're living through. It is, it is, it is. This is um, this is different because it's not a huge impact like nine eleven was. Um, but we're not here to talk. I'm sure you can get here all the talking heads on Fox News and MSNBC and CNN. We're here to talk to you about the impact it's doing to comedy currently right now because as effective today, every single comedy club in New York City is shut down. Every single open mic is shut down. Every bar show is shut down. Of course, last week I decided to get back to open mics. I know, right, of course. <laughs> That's exactly why the fucking plague happened over here. <laughs> it's my fault. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, but everything is shut down. What does that mean for the livelihoods of comedians, what does that mean for a comic that's t- trying to go and kind of improve themselves? We talk a lot on this podcast about how to level up, and what's the answer? Hang out at clubs, go and do open mics, go and hang out at bar shows, produce your own show. But you can't do any of that right now. And it's like it's really you have to be there. You have to be in the scene. You have to be present at all times if you want to make it. And it is. And and what's happening is that if you don't have a side hustle. Um, it affects you, but today we're going to talk, be talking to a comic who has a side hustle, uh, but now also works in the hospitality industry, and uh, kind of got screwed both ways on this one. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, on the podcast today, a uh, great friend of ours, his name is Sam Mushman. What's up, Sam? Thanks for having me, man. Happy to be here. Happy to be royally fucked with you guys. Yeah, really nice. Sam, you. Yeah. Uh, crazy times we're living in. Here. Yeah. Um, it is... Nothing that I've ever seen. I mean, I was in college during a 9-11, and obviously the old guard, I was talking to a couple comics uh, over the weekend, they were like, I remember 9-12, we were doing shows. But this, this is different, man. This is different. Tell me what you've been seeing uh, in, in, in our scene in the last couple of weeks or even days. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's also the one thing I'll 
give it up to just this is why like i love being in comedy compared to i think other art forms because comedians are just for the most part very real down-to-earth individuals i mean i think a lot of them also pretty self-aware i mean you know very much even if shows are being canceled around them like I finally had a show this weekend that was really hanging on and finally mm -hmm. got canceled. But even the comics I was doing it with were like, you know, I just don't feel socially responsible doing this gig right now. Sure. You know, I really feel like it's just not the move. And, uh, you know, I, I think the one good thing about comedy is, I mean, it's so much for the love and everyone that does it also, that really does it at a high level, loves the environment, loves being around other comics and, uh, you know, being in that reality that I think, you know, whether it's live streaming, whether it's upping more of the podcast game right now, I mm -hmm. mean, I mean, it, it's, it, it's not going to go away. We just right. have to, we have to pivot for a little bit. And uh, that's a, it's a scary thought. Pivoting is tough because, you know, you're so used to, especially as a comic, you're used to this regiment of, you know, especially if you're a working comic, you're used to this regiment of, okay, I got my spots and shows for the next three weeks, but now the spots are gone, but also the money's gone. So where do you go from there? I mean, there are a lot of great things that you can listen to podcasts. I know that the guys over at Gas Digital are still doing their thing. Mm -hmm. You know, Gas Digital, uh, famously home of Legion of Skanks. Skankfest canceled um, down in Houston, Texas. Uh, but before that, South by Southwest was canceled. Um, but they're still doing podcasts over there. Listen to li uh, live comedy. Stream it on Pandora. Buy it. I know Mike Cannon's new album is out there. Sam Murill is doing his stuff right now. Um, that's free, actually. And obviously, you can watch the Netflix stuff. But how does a, what, what should a comic be doing now, right now? That Let's say you're in that early process. You're just starting to do bringers and things like that. Yeah. What's your suggestion to them? Well, never a better time to write. Yeah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> never, never a better time to experience the world mm -hmm. and observe the world around you. Uh, you know, one thing uh, when I was just doing open mics, you know, like anyone starting out, you know, one thing I always, I never could do was do the whole like multiple open mics a night, get up 25, 30 times a week. I mean, I never really would get up more than five, six times a week, you sure. know, even when I started, because I, I think, you know, there was just a, a natural necessity for me to feel like, well, what's the point of working on the same five minute set 26 times in a row mm -hmm. compared to trying to experience life as much as possible and find new things to write about. So mm -hmm. I feel like this, this period is kind of forcing you to do that almost, you know, Which and forcing you to, I mean, it could really allow allow us all to have a, a nice reset mm -hmm. and and try to you know analyze what we're doing in the industry because the other reality is comedy is such a what's great about comedy is that every single comic is really in their own lane i mean i really i'm a believer that no one's really in direct competition with anybody else sure. it's kind of you got to find your path it's so an interesting a, take on that what a, what a better time to find it right? right and i mean obviously you know my my kind of thing is the wine and all sure. that, the wine expertise. But, you know, I mean, I just, I'm still trying to figure out if I should be putting a pilot together. I just, mm -hmm. I just shot my hour six months ago. I'm still in the process of editing that and stuff. So maybe I have some time now to figure out what should I do with this? You know, how should I package this? How, where should the next, you know, stage of my material, what direction should it go? I mean, use the time for that. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think ultimately what it really does come down to is writing and just kind of reevaluating what you're doing. Um, you know, I, uh, Matt, I don't know if you're, you're, you've been kind of going into social media, but last night Tyler Fisher did a live show uh, from his bedroom where he essentially did Instagram 
and he had him as the host, and then he would uh, allow people to, uh, comics to come in, and he would introduce them, and it was just a live stream. It was really great. I know Erin um, McGuire was on it, friend of the podcast. She was on the show last night. Tyler Fisher, obviously friend of the podcast as well. But um, yeah, it was great. The stand was promoting it, and it was awesome. Um, is that a good medium for people to watch comedy? I mean, is that going to be the new norm? Well, I mean, I think what we're seeing here is like there is so much room for creativity and comedians who should ostensibly be creatives. Like these are creative people. And I'm like, my, uh, I'm good friends with Dan Carney, who he kind of, I, I don't think you'd mind me saying this, he kind of left town. He's just hunkering down and making content. Sure. And it's like, is he in Florida? Uh, no, he went out to Jersey somewhere. Okay. Like, and it's just a time where there's so many, so many mediums that are, have a really low barrier to entry that. Yeah, you can't go and do the show right now, but you can put something out there and there's an audience that is all quarantined in their house and everyone can like people still want to consume that content, whether it's YouTube, podcasting, which is obviously a medium that I adore. Sure. And like now is actually a time that you can still gr you can grow your brand even if you're not going out in the clubs. And it's like this is like be creative now, I think. <clears throat> yeah, I mean I think the uh stepping up the Instagram game if you haven't, this would be a good time to, you know, I mean, what is really getting more eyeballs to your to your act, you're right? It's 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 the Instagram clips of your set. If you have, you know, some material of your stuff that is solid and just needs the right editing, captioning, whatever it is. I mean, you know, that's that takes time in itself. And I mean, there's only so many things you can do in a day. I mean, take some time to really work on the social media game, get that up to par, get that sure. looking professional. And I, I think that, you know, there's always the majority of us that could use help on that. Definitely sure. myself included, you know, it's also a good time for it. Those that are addicted to their phones will really, I mean, you'll have a lot of uh, eyeballs on your, uh, uh, on your stuff. I will say this, uh, people are on their phones a lot more, um, you know, just in general, uh, you traditionally Sundays are the best day to post. Um, yeah, I, I've seen posts that from friends that going out yesterday, like around like, I'm sorry, on this morning at around two, uh, uh, about nine, 9 a.m. getting like hundreds of likes when traditionally they get like maybe single digits. Um, yeah. It's unbelievable what really is going on here. I will say this, though. We talk a little bit about the streaming stuff and, um, you know, we here at Sam New York, we're doing streamings. We're, we're doing stream shows here. Um, if you guys haven't been following uh, our Instagram at StandUpNY uh, on Instagram, maybe following us on uh, Twitter at StandUpNY as well as Facebook, uh, we are going to be doing a live streaming show from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Tuesday, St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. Is that correct? Yeah. March 17th. So we're going to literally be streaming for about 12 hours at our club, there's no audience, just pretty much about 40 to 50 comics. Sam, you're included in that as well. You'll be yeah. uh, you'll be out there and uh, doing a 10 to 15 minute set. And uh, yeah, it's $5 to watch the show from the comfort of your own home. I mean, I mean it's five bucks to just watch people that already talk to themselves on a daily basis <laughs> talk to themselves in a room. You know, it's just it, it's almost the fact that we're doing it at the club is creating even more of the uh, illusion. And to our own credit, I mean, yeah. how many times has uh, have you done uh, you know a show that has two three people on the audience? So the the sad part is this is going to feel very natural. <laughs> so, so, so here's my question though: like, yeah, you've done those shows, but. I've never heard a comedian say they like the show where it's an empty audience. Is it going to be harder to do it where there's not the laughter in the room? Is it going to feel uncomfortable? I think knowing the meaning behind it and, and what it's for, 
for the most part, should give, I mean, again, any comment I make here is just me speaking for myself, but I feel like that will give a little bit of a comfort into that this this should be normal, but it's going to be tough to just try to disregard the fact that this is a little weird. I mean, what, you know, there's, there's parts in my material where it's like insert crowd work here, you know, like ask yeah. a guest a question and then there's a pre-written thing. It's not actual crowd work. So am I going to be, you know, talking to imaginary friends in the audience? I mean, you know, how, how am I going to play that? But uh, I think we just have to, the, the more we have fun with it, and it's the same way with talking about coronavirus in general, I think that we have to take it serious from a basic standpoint. Wash your hands, avoid contact, all the stuff people are saying. But in regards to our comedy, don't talk about it till the cows come home, but have fun with it, you know, sure. make, make light of the situation. I mean, before my bar had to close, I wanted to even feature a Corona cocktail this week. You know, I wanted yeah. to do like, I was thinking like muddled echinacea with like a half an airborne tablet, a little grapefruit vodka lime, you know, <laughs> and I was going to roll something like that out. And then, you know, and then next a little emergency you know, make, make a little shut that down pretty quick. Make, so, make a kombucha cocktail of some sort. Yeah. I have kombucha on tap because, uh, oh. because I'm, I'm a millennial. Yeah. So is, is it like the alcoholic <laughs> kombucha? Yeah. Yeah, the, the uh, kombucha. The kombucha. <laughs> I literally picked it up two days before we had to close that. Oh, my God. So, yeah. I, that's a thing? Yeah, I uh, I went with the ginger lime. I mean, flavor. kombucha is a fermented beverage. Yeah. Like, all kombucha is fermented. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Am I in Brooklyn? Where the fuck am I? Jesus Christ. Kombucha's made it to the Upper West Side now, John. I know. I'm no, just it's, saying. It's very Upper West Side because whenever you inherit a brownstone in the 60s and you just kind of stay in that with your doors closed all day, you do kind of <laughs> care about your health if you, if you don't want to interact with other people. So no, I get I think it. it would, I think it would sell in the Upper West. I mean, um, so uh, speaking of comics that uh, are kind of uncomfortable with no audiences, I will say this. I did get this uh, text back when I, I was – uh, putting out avails for this uh, live show without an audience. Um, this comic responded said, nah, I don't think so, man. I'm sorry. I appreciate you asking. I just don't think I can handle doing my jokes without an audience. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah. Who was – somebody just did a um, – who, who just did a, an HBO special where they had no audience? Well, that, that, that's kind of like in corporate America where you're like, you know, Bob, we're down in sales. Can you fill in for Frank in accounting for a couple of days? And, and you just go, ah, I don't really feel comfortable. It's like you're just like, sure, I get it. But then again, like, you know, you're you to me, it's kind of like you're making yourself less valuable in a in a in a situation where you could easily be flexible, right? Sure. I mean, do I think I'm going to have my best silent 15-minute set tomorrow? I do not think so. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a fun experience, and it's something that I think I told you and Donnie is a great idea and something I'm happy to be a part of. Um, this is the time that calls for creativity sure. ever so much. Well, it kind of ha- it almost has a little bit, little bit of the, like, oh, it's a blizzard. Like, everyone kind of act a little differently, and it's like it's a snow day feel. Yeah. Except I'm, I'm, the after effects are going to be far worse with the economy <laughs> crashing. But it's like, it, it is going to be very bizarre that laughter is proven to be like a social, a social effect. Yeah. That you laugh harder if you're around other people because you want to, pr- it's proving to them that you're socially normal, essentially. Like it is a social interaction. Yeah. So if you're watching a funny movie at home, you, you're, you don't really laugh at it. You just kind of sit and like, you, you enjoy it, but you don't laugh at it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I would be really curious to see what are going, how are people actually going to watch this as well? It's like, I'm sure like you guys are going to be incredibly funny, but I'm just curious to see how it's actually going to work out. It's going to be interesting. I guess. How do you watch a Netflix comedy special? And maybe as comics, 
we watch a Netflix comedy special different from someone who would be at a comedy show, just a random audience member? Do Are they not laughing as much when they're watching like the comedy lineup on Netflix compared to how they act when they're at a comedy club? I mean, I can't really... I can't really answer that, you sure. know, but, but at, at the end of the day, like you said, it's like, what's the term in comedy where you're like, we have a lot of smilers tonight. Like, yes. oh, everyone feels like they're bombing, but the reality is these 28 people in the audience are actually having a great time. If you look sure. at their face, like they're having a ball, but it's kind of like they're treating it like they're watching The Office on Netflix. That's I, how, you know, absolutely. So I, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I'm terrible. I, I, I'm, it's, I'm a hard laugh. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the uh, yes, it is going to be very interesting to see uh, to see what happens. I'm more interested to see how many other clubs will follow suit after this as well. Um, the streaming process that we did, um, we've spent a substantial amount of money <laughs> yeah. to put this together. Um, and it's still not at the level that I think it should be at, mm. to be honest with you. I mean, it does look good, but there are some moments where it looks grainy, like it looks mm. like an acorn uh, mm. you know, uh, video. I will say that um, I think we're just going to start it and see how it goes. I mean, I do think 12 hours is a bit long to do it, but um, you know, people are staying at home. Um, and this is a worldwide thing. Uh, we also have uh, Rafi Bastos, uh, who has 1.2 million followers on um, Instagram. He's going to be doing the show uh, later in the night. Um, so we hopefully will get some you know, traction from overseas. But I think this is a great opportunity for, because I think what we need to realize is that this too shall pass. So what else can you do to kind of further yourself up like this? If I mean, I I, I wouldn't I, I I like the idea. Remy did it last night where she did a Saturday night uh, kind of live where she did pretty much streamed uh, a thirty minute set of her right in front of her computer, which I thought was awesome. Um, but I would like to see you know who else is going to be doing this. I think writing is a big uh, opportunity for people. I think writing topical jokes. I don't know if anybody's looking for packets, but it's a perfect time to kind of do that. I mean, what I'm thinking. I mean, and you know, please just tell me, Sam, this is a stupid idea because I'm. A, I don't. I mean, I'm just at this point, like we're all kind of shooting blanks in, in the in the beginning stages of this apocalyptic moment we're in, right? But uh, I mean, the obvious thing for me is like, I might just start, you know going live and breaking down wine to people and doing it in a very passive aggressive random you know fucked up way the way I don't know how you know sure. and I just might start doing that you know and 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 going that route and I think for you know whatever else your expertise is outside of comedy as comics you know I think not even so much the staying active posting on social media like the idea of the fact that people aren't seeing you live out at shows right mm -hmm. so just great opportunity to just go live more you know because mm -hmm. people are going to be at home they're going to watch I think the idea of going live when you don't have an exact game plan or foundation might seem scary to a lot of comics I know there's times where it seems scary to me I'm like do I really have something here I don't mm -hmm. know yet so perfect opportunity because you'll probably get double the listenership that you would have gotten if this was three months ago so, absolutely you know, why not try I mean, how else can you? Uh, I mean, there's only so much Netflix you can probably watch. I'm waiting for the one person to actually watch all of Netflix. So, <laughs> so, so you I broke Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've just got, I've just had to turn to an entire genre that I've neglected for many years. I'm finally getting into horror movies. Oh, I like, thought so, it was going to be like so, weird porn or something. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I watched uh, The Outsider on no, no, HBO. No, we've been there already. Come on now, horror movies. Have that's you seen, edgy. Have you seen that's me, John? Edgy. Have you met me? That's. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's where I've been. <laughs> Matt's just looking at snuff films at this point. Like I, I'm looking at I'm looking at this as cuffing season 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> I'm failing I'm failing at this one too. So yeah. I, I, I may or may not have been in my office today after realizing I'm going to be on yeah I'm going to be on temporary layoff in five days. I went back to an old swing site me and my wife were on and I'm, I, I started scrolling through all the old messages. I had about six months to catch up on. There's some talent out there. Yeah. There's some a- talent. Ashley Madison is making a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what do, uh, I mean, what is, um, what, what, are, how are businesses going to survive throughout all of this? I mean, well, it, it depends what business, you know? I mean, it's, let's it's... be honest, like all the Upper West Side, if you look, if you walk up, um, what is it? Uh, Amsterdam, it's just all bars. Like, you know, like Jake's Dilemma, I think serves food, but who, who's going to really want their wings to go over there? No, Dead no. poets? Like... I mean, the ones that will do fine are the ones that feature the food, right? Uh-huh. Which is not my bar. Yeah. <laughs> my bar's not about food. We don't have a kitchen. But, uh, but like, you know, what, what, what's it? Um, Mason Pickle? Yeah. Like, they're known for the prime rib sandwich, right? I mean, I, I Yeah, the French dip. The French yeah. dip. Yeah. I imagine French dip takeout orders going through the fucking Sure. Roof, right? I mean, they have one with foie gras, which is so oh, good. Unreal. <laughs> unreal. So, like, they'll be fine. It's like, I look at my parents' business. My dad's a landscape architect. Every Everyone's stuck in their house, right? So, you know, especially when you have more of a high end, if you have a higher end clientele in northern New Jersey that all lives in the suburbs, they're sitting there, they can't go to the Hamptons, they can't go down the shore. They're like, let me finally repair this fucking deck. It's been broken for the last three years. Like, okay. They're going to do it now. Oh, at the so same time, they're like, if I can't get out and my yard is all I have, they're not going to want it torn up. Exactly. And there's going to be people who are, okay, like they're doing well, but if they're not having that income. So it's, it's going to affect a lot of things. Yeah. And this is going, like, and I was reading the Times earlier today, and it was saying that okay, 9/11 was a terrible event that took down, took hurt the New York economy, but it hit New York exclusively. So the government, the country, was able to rally around New York and prop things up. This is a disaster hitting the entire country. Mm-hmm. So like, there's not you can't prop up one city. And it's going to be very interesting. My father, fortunately, has a business that's fi- that's foolproof now. He's a bankruptcy attorney. So, wow. <laughs> my, my yeah. fallback plan. <laughs> really? Way to catch this whole thing in stride. Uh, yeah. I mean, awesome. have we heard about comics getting COVID-19 yet? I mean, is that a thing? There hasn't been... Yeah, there hasn't been any. No any... comic has, well, or maybe they just are <laughs> well, just too poor to go. There's to not a enough tests for a comic to get in there yet. I mean, all, all, just... all comics are just so healthy they they wouldn't be that affected by. Oh it. yeah, because yeah, <laughs> the nutrients in a dollar slice is so much. We're talking about demographic where two percent of us forget to update our driver's license, but we'll make sure to make it on time to that bringer show but yeah. fifteen minutes prior. <laughs> I mean, the amount of times when I used to like, you know. We all, I'm sure, at once one point ran a bar show, some sort of show in the city. Like there were times where, like, you're booking comics, good comics, yeah. like, respectful acts, right? And I can't get them into the venue because they forgot to update their driver's license. And now oh, the security God. guard's like, guy can't get in. Is that right. And then we're trying to do the whole thing. Oh, he's on the show. I promise I'll only drink ginger ale. Yeah. And like, I'm like trying to defend them. Then midway through, I'm like, hold up, why am I defending him? Yeah, get your driver's license updated. Exactly. Jesus Christ. But yeah, it's, it's New York City is a ghost town right now. I mean, it's crazy to kind of walk down. Uh, like, uh, Mark Benjamin had a uh, great video of Times Square, and it was just empty. It was just it's 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 eerily quiet. I mean, I loved it because I found parking like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but other than that, like it is brutal out there. Um, the question is, is that after this pandemic is over, I am anticipating how quickly bars and restaurants will fill up just mm. because people are stir crazy. Well, also all the bars, so many bars are going to shut down from this. Cause if you're on the, if you're on the verge of 
Like, if a bar is struggling, you, this might close you down. Well, no, we, we have to. So, effective tomorrow. No, no, I'm saying, like, you might go out of business. Oh, oh yeah. Like, Sorry. this could yeah, shut yeah, yeah. a lot of bars down. Totally. Totally. I mean, what? I mean, God. I'm, I mean, maybe this is just me looking for Christmas morning of how nice it'll be to, like, have, like, full and packed rooms. Um, but it's just, it's, it's, it's such a turbulent time. And I can only imagine, obviously... When there's and it just kind of occurred to me, would it be smarter for comics that if they have a car to kind of go to areas like Pennsylvania and do stand up over there, like in maybe like Delaware area or places that aren't under high quarantine levels? I mean, right how now? how many places are not having the quarantine though? Because I know Massachusetts is shutting down bars. Wow, like all over all over the. Co- I mean, the the gig that I got canceled this weekend. It's uh, one of the vineyards I do the most, so it's like it's 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 a well old machine at this point. The that, show. That's so a like, comedian. That's something I've never heard a comic say. A vineyard I do. A vineyard I do. <laughs> <I know, laughs> you're gonna hear a number of statements. Where you're like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? But the reality is, is and this owner was like, you know, true true Republican under the as, a, a, assumption that the whole thing's a hoax. You yeah. know, they they love the word hoax. Yeah, if that's yeah. happening. Um, and really did not want to shut the show down, and it's being forced to. There's not one confirmed case in Cape May County, New Jersey, right? Uh-huh. So it's like I think there's there's restrictions everywhere. To your point, well, like I was when I realized it was getting serious, I was looking at the New York Times the other day, and I was seeing the map of where it's hit. And there was even a little dot in Wyoming. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's gotten to Wyoming. Right. If a virus hits Wyoming, it's serious. There's some, like, BBW porn star who's, like, always in New York. Like, who grew up in the Idaho potato farms. She brought it back. And now we're all fucked, you know? Is the hyperbole worth it, though? Like, granted, yes, we have seen that, um, you know, congregating amongst more than 100 people, there's a likely chance that somebody will have the disease. But is it too much hype? I mean, I've been very much on the, I think the fear of the virus itself is overblown. And like, and what the times, like what all the things are saying now is this is what all these precautions are not to actually stop you from getting the virus. If you're going to get it, you're going to get it. It's to slow it down, slow down the spread so that the hospitals are more capable, able to handle it. And it's going to be like, I think it, I do think it's, I think it's overblown the fear that people are having like it's like oh we need to buy all the toilet paper we possibly can and raiding the stores like that is what whereas the government the federal government has done too little it's like it's this weird mix of too much and too little at the same time yeah um i mean it's it's not a good look for the average american this is what we're resorting to with the the toilet paper there's not even it's a lung virus have you guys seen the the, uh the supermarkets and how like nothingness it is in i've been i had to buy like i was I'm depending on rice and beans while this is all blowing over. And I went to buy rice and it's like, I could only buy little one pound packs of ri- bags of rice because all the rice is gone. All, yeah. Like you go to a store and pasta is, is devoid of pasta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, actually funny enough, um, I've got a, a person on the phone who, um, I trust their medical advice. Um, and she's, uh, she's working diligently. I can't tell you who she is or where she works, but, um, Hey, how are you? Good. Uh, you're live on the podcast. Past. Can you tell us a little bit in your oh. medical uh, opinion about how what's going on right now um, in in the world? So what's going on in the world is we're trying to make sure that the resources that we're using wisely are being used wisely, particularly in hospitals. Um, we want to make sure that people who are the most vulnerable are uh, are not uh, put into a vulnerable position with people who may be carrying the virus and um, 
uh, maybe giving it un- unknowingly to people who are vulnerable, like the elderly, like those who have medical conditions that uh, reduce their immune response, like people who are undergoing cancer treatment or people who are on steroids for multiple reasons that so, also reduce the immune response. So this isn't all hype. Like this, like... I mean, how deadly is this? Like, should we be, should we really be closing down comedy clubs and bars right now? I would say yes, because think about how close we are in, in comedy clubs and bars. I mean, we, we say that six feet is, is a uh, safe distance to be from one another uh, during this time. And when you're at the bar trying to order a drink and it's loud, how close do you get to the bartender? How close do you get to the person next to you? Right. I mean, uh, we, 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 we talk con- continually. Uh, the guest, in, the, this other guest that I'm on the phone with right now, I'm going to keep her uh, name and identity. Uh, 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 what am I saying here? Anonymity. But um, uh, I trust what she says. Um, but here's a question. How fast can this, is this going to blow over? So I don't think it's going to blow over any, any faster. Think about how, how big our country is and we don't know how long this virus is durable on surfaces. So making sure that surfaces that we will return to are clean and we're still maintaining those really good infection control practices and basic hygiene, uh, things that we'll be practicing over the next two weeks at least, um, are continued when we, when we reduce the social distancing that we're doing right now. All right. Well, you heard it here live from uh, this person who happens to be working very closely with everything uh, that is going on. I know they were. I can tell you that they work in the medical profession um, and they work with the government as well. But uh, anyway, thanks for being on the show. Appreciate it. This is turning into a real doomsday pod. It right really now. is. I was really hoping for a different fucking answer, to be honest. <laughs> I really was. I mean, she didn't say that we're all going to die. She said that the elderly and vulnerable, like, it's basically what I... I know I bleached my hair, but I'm 36, so I'm, like, almost elderly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think it's more of the heavy smoking that you... Uh... <laughs> and the massive amounts of drugs that I use. Yeah, like, that's more of the issue than the age. When, when do we start entertaining the beauty of Darwinism. <laughs> and, and, and I really wasn't intended to be, but like, you know, honestly, there are, there are certain, I mean, what's obviously the legend Burr himself talks about the population issue and sure. all of his standup. But like, when you really look at the day to day from three people that live in, or in the most populated city in this country, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, the amount of people that are dying from the flu every year, the, with with the elderly and 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 stuff of that nature, I'm I'm really teetering the line of a real dark dark point right now. But, but but the reality is, these numbers this year, from what I've heard, have not outdone other years just from the flu alone yet. So it's like there there's no there's no epidemic yet in the numbers of of death from this compared to any other seasonal flu. Sure, that's kind of crazy to me. It well, is. I mean, I I I just don't. Really, I don't know. It hasn't hit me yet uh, at all. This hasn't hit me as being this mass hysteria. Um, I felt a lot of anger in the last 48 to 72 hours because I think it's a control issue with me. Mm-hmm. I can't control that I had a low-attended show on a Friday night and a Saturday oh, yeah. night. You know what I mean? I've been super angry. Saturday night, I had to fucking host the show because I had a comic cancel. Well, it's like... <laughs> 
the most frustrating thing for me is like, and honestly, this has been the main point of topic I've started going to therapy about. I should literally like, and it's been, it was advised to me from my wife of like, you need to talk about this because this is a delusion of yours, right? And the, and the delusion of mine is I have a paranoia throughout my whole life that I was always going to be terminated or fired from whatever job I was at. I've never been fired in my life, right? Oh, and I've and been fired in, many times. In my, current, <laughs> in my current role, you know, at the bar, at the hotel bar across the street that you, John, knows very well, you know, I, I put my heart and soul into that job. Yeah. And, and even though I try to downplay whether I do or not, at the end of the day, it's like, if I'm going to do something, I really put all my energy into it. And now the idea of after the numbers and, and, and the response shows you that you're doing a, a good job. And then at the end of the day, there's nothing you can do from being laid off in a week. Sure. It, it's a mind fuck. Yeah. It's, it's definitely my, when it's, when it's, especially when it's already a delusional thought that you're struggling with. Absolutely. So it's like, it, it's a lot to kind of take in. I mean, Matt, you are a contractor pretty much. Um, I mean, we're still recording podcasts. You know, Monique Saunders is, uh, she's a little bit, uh, she was delayed, I think, um, wherever she is in Tennessee. But she's still recording. Race Wars is still recording. Have you been affected in the pocket yet by this? Absolutely. I mean, I was, I, I'm, it's at the point where I'm considering just leaving town, waiting, going to my parents and waiting for this to blow over a little bit. I had recently gotten another side gig that was actually going to, looking very promising. And because it's for, like, because people are just shutting down, it like it was one week of good work and then just absolutely vanished into thin air. Sure. And it's very frustrating. I'm quite frankly pretty afraid of this because I'm going to be, I'm one of those people who's going to be hit pretty hard by this. I don't have, I don't get sick leave. I don't get, if people aren't willing to record, if people aren't doing things, I don't, I can't, don't have the ability to work from home. Sure. Same so, with any comic as well at this point as well. I'm not, I'm not lumping it to say, but you don't have the health insurance. You don't have the benefits behind it. I mean, uh, I've been a 1099 for the last five years. Um, so I know the feeling. Um, granted, I make a lot more money than most comics uh, here in the city. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but still, it is a scary situation on what you're going to be doing. Um, and especially those that their livelihood is a touring comic. I mean, do you know how many texts I got on Thursday being like, I'm available? Mm -hmm. And it was like, wow, I've, Mark Norman is available on a Saturday night in New York City. Yeah, I'll take you <laughs> right now. And I'm like, I, I like handle all my like, the corporate side of my life, like such a comic, it's so fucking debilitating. Like I had to pretty much temporarily lay off my entire staff this morning. Right. Uh -huh. And I'm doing it as like, a, I'm doing it like a comic, you know, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm like, so we're all going to kind of be on temporary leave. That means me too. I have like three days left and then I'm done. I'm fucked. I'm totally done. I don't know what I'm going to do guys. I really, I don't know. My healthcare is going to expire. All this shit's going to go to shit. And I'm like, I'm like, and, and by the end of it, my staff is like, Sam, it's going to be okay. We're here for you. And, and I just laid them off, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I'm doing things that like, I'm just just as anyone that does this art form is not good at, and yeah. uh, it's just it's a it's a wild it's a wild situation based on how things were one month ago. It really is. It is. It's turbulent times. Um, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we want you to keep you informed. We're gonna try and keep on recording. I know Matt, you might be going away, but I'll just set up a Zoom and we'll put out some stuff out there. But guys, if you can check out StandUpNY.com, we are doing live streams uh, tomorrow at 10 a.m. We're gonna be starting live stream that's going 12 hours. We'll be doing the same on Wednesday, as well as with um, also uh, the Real Housewives in New Jersey. Uh, we'll be doing a podcast there. Uh, one of them, I forgot her name. But then we'll be doing live streams until the. 
foreseeable future. It's good you're dipping into our market. It's it's gotten to that point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody dabbing in the North, the best of North Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Stand Sam. up, New York. Brought to you by Twitch. Yeah, Sam. Where can everybody find you on social media? You can find me uh, at, at Sam Mushman. Uh, Mushman M U S H M A N. Uh, do a lot of funny comedy videos and also quasi wine educational videos, stuff like that. Um, and uh, www.sammushman.com uh, just released a sizzle reel for my special Vino comic. Uh, the full 45 minute piece will be out in the coming weeks. You can get that all at the website. Amazing, amazing. And catch Sam on the live stream tomorrow and on a couple of other live streams as well uh, throughout the week. Uh, Matt, anything for you to plug? No, I mean, I, I should get back on social media during this crisis, but I've, I, I was just trying to get off my phone, off of Reddit, all like just trying to cut myself off of the internet, and then this happens. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I mean, just not a good start to 2020. <laughs> this is a. Uh, <laughs> this is Q1. I can't wait till fucking Q2. <laughs> if there isn't even a Q2. Every pie point. chart about goals is looking like shit right I now. I know. My vision board just has a live. <laughs> <laughs> like every bar in New York, the goal is survive 2020. You have no idea. Um, ladies and gentlemen, stay safe out there. Uh, be careful. Um, but just keep on writing. Um, and listen, if you're a comic in the New York City area and you want to try this live stream, shoot me a, shoot me a tight five. Uh all DMs are available at Pass the Podcast um, on Instagram, uh, Pass the Podcast on Twitter, and uh, Borromeo at B O R E A M A Y O. Follow me over there. Shoot me some uh, uh, if you got if you're doing anything that's uh, new and exciting. We love to hear about it and share about it. Uh, but guys, hopefully we'll see you guys very soon. Um, and Kevin. Come home soon, if he can, because domestic travel is probably going to get fucking canceled too, isn't it? Uh, but guys, we'll see you next time on Pass the Podcast. <laughs>